Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome back to Spilling the GT Podcast. You're here with Bolo. Now we're here to give you the opinion you never really asked for. We're giving it away. That's right. <laughs> as a performer. Mm, and Dr. Tom's a psychiatrist. Mm. And we're here to give you our professional professional, professional review on RuPaul's Drag, Drag Race, Race Season 15. 15. So let's raise a glass and start spilling. The GNT. Clank. Everyone, welcome back. This is Bowl and Dr. Tom. We're covering uh, RuPaul's Drag Race live. Live. Fresh. We're actually... Oh, that's so fresh. You know, fresh like hotcakes. Fresh. Like hotcakes. Really fresh. Yes. So we watch the show live and we podcast as we're viewing it. Kind of like mm-hmm. a, what are, we, what are, what are they called? Yeah, let's give them some exposure. Roscoe's, you know, no one, no one <laughs> they watches need them. It. Yeah. Lord knows they need it. <laughs> Roscoe's, everyone, check them out. Um, help them out. Do them a favor. Some little known them queens <laughs> host it. Somebody called Nasha Lopez. Somebody called Batty Davis. I don't know. Can I just say that Nasha Lopez, I've, I've been watching a few, okay? Mm-hmm. A, a few. Try to more so to get the tea to you know any more information that the, we can get we can it's relay. Actually a really good yeah, watch exactly um, after you've watched the show and everything. Yeah. Obviously after because it's a live party. But yeah, no, you get the tea. You get the tea. Mm. But but Nasha is an angry person. She is on one. She is she is pressed. She is like so a panini. Like more than that, like you're like a leg press at the gym, which, you know, which, which oh, is yeah. really, really heavy. And she just, she is pushing those about weights. To give way. You Why know? is she so mad? Why are you mad? Well, Why are you mad though? 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 <laughs> Why are you mad? Why are you mad? <laughs> she is pressed. What well, is, she, she is attacking everyone. She's attacking Rue. She's attacking the judges. She's attacking the kitchen sink. She's, she's attacking the lighting. There's a, there she's coming for season one's filter. Think Girl, about she's it. Mad. There's a very good reason why Nasha could be pressed. Well, why? Give, well, give, she's rumored to be on All Stars Eight, and maybe she didn't go that far. Maybe, who I knows? Mean, it remains to be seen. I mean, isn't she a pageant queen? Doesn't she know how to like? She's you know, continental. She's got a fantastic reputation. Well, she, well, she, she should know exactly how to conduct herself. She's got a great gig there at Roscoe's. Nasha doesn't. No, you know, she doesn't need an in inverted commas drag race. Um, but no, you know, obviously the the gig is reviewing. Drag Race, and maybe if she's got certain feelings about the show, if she feels like she wasn't well treated, maybe. Um, there we go. I mean, on season eight, what kind of treat? I th- I do think I I don't think her eliminations plural were unfair. You know, <laughs> go I, on. I, no, I mean that first design challenge that wasn't a garment, that was a blanket. The- with something a cardboard wrapped around with, with a rather chunky piece of cardboard. She's so so beautiful. And she managed to, like, somehow take her beauty down a peg by, by wearing that. I just, I mean, that is a very interesting theory that you have. Uh, I, I don't think I'm the only one that holds that. I think I've read that but, online. Well, the, she's she's quite mad. And um, she, <laughs> mad, she's though. mad. <laughs> Uh, yeah, she's it's like, like an ex. Device, it's like she's she? you know, it's like an ex. Like, oh yeah, I'm friends with my ex, but you know, every every time she uh-huh. can, she is happy to dish the dirt. Yeah, another dig. Yeah, another yeah, dig. Another dig. Yeah, another dig. Thank you. Yeah, another dig. Thank you. Um, anyway, <laughs> We're such good friends. <laughs> you never satisfied me. That's very that. Um, anyway, everyone, welcome back. We're doing season fifteen, as you all know. We're loving the show. Um. We are. Um, okay. It's just an interesting season. Interesting yeah. is the word I'd use for that. Still feel like I'm getting to grips with all the queens. Still not happy with the 40-minute runtime, as nobody is. Um, but there we go. This is what we have. 
even RuPaul went on TikTok, mm-hmm. and you know, it's just it's amazing. RuPaul goes on TikTok and she reacts to people complaining about um, <laughs> it being a short episode, which I find funny because I thought that she would have been in on it. It sounds like she she hasn't been Down in on MTV, that decision by the sounds and, of it. And, and she TV even put the pressure on them. She even posted something where she's like, "Your MTV executives, they're like you know." She posted mm. something actually saying like, "Give me, give me back my ninety minutes and blah blah blah." Well, totally do it because it's not fair to the girls. The runway are rushed the girls and the girls have spent thousands on them where are uh, the mini challenges mini challenges absolutely <laughs> i never thought i'd miss a mini challenge storylines is what i'm missing very very few cohesive stories we're not really getting to know the queens who are getting eliminated early to be honest yes um it just feels so unfair to the girls and people are <laughs> deflecting the blame at the real f- queer people of we um, but it's not really their fault even that show does not look entertaining uh, or interesting. It's not their fault. It's MTV's fault. Yes, I agree. Poor Brad and Todrick have been on the defensive. For weeks no, now. not Brad. Not Brad. Brad's been actually Todrick. She has been on the defensive. She, she's Wonder Woman with those bracelets. She is just like <laughs> pew, 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 like every. She even came up with an eight letters. Eight letters retaliation, front and back. <laughs> she done po- posted it to face to social media, um, sitting watch so disappointed oh, that everyone. Like, yes, I'm like, you know what? Sometimes you just 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 just. Do you be, know what I don't agree silent. with? So the repost that I've seen, I think Todrick and maybe other cast members, but it's queer representation. Why are you complaining about queer representation? We want good queer representation. Like, I've not seen the show, so I can't judge the caliber of it. I was going to say, you, you even watched this, how would you know? I've seen a couple of clips and stuff, and maybe I'm, maybe I'm you know, utilizing other people's opinions, but I'm not interested in a vacuous reality show about pretty privileged queer people um, living a pretty privileged, superficial, vacuous life. I don't find that interesting, and I don't think that's good representation. I think Drag Race is good representation because it's a diverse cast of queer people from all different places, all different sizes, all different ethnicities, often very marginalised um, for various reasons, trans people as well, um, and telling their stories, but their story's been cut out. Yeah, we MTV. haven't got much. We haven't got much mirror moments. No, we've had the odd one, one that sneaks in. Mm-hmm. One that yeah, sneaks when in when MTV turned their back. Yeah, the girls yeah. like quick. Someone, quick, someone wants to make up a cry. Someone's in the editing room, yeah. and as soon as the the exec turns their back, they're like, "Okay, now post, post it, post it, post it now before they come back." <laughs> yeah, um, I haven't seen the real gaze of WeHo or the real friends. I just find it funny that people don't like that, but I think after Drag Race, the real housewives of you know, boodle, th- th- that's the next best thing for the gay. So I think that they thought that this would have been the best um, way of capturing another part or the same part of the gay community that watches Drag Race as well. I think if that's what they're doing, it condescends the audience. I think I... I... It's really condescending. <laughs> <laughs> like, can't we have quality programming um, with representation, please? Now, everyone, I, I had a dream... I have a dream. I had a dream. This is part of my dream series that I just, that Tom, actually Tom's forced me to tell you. This because it was so funny. This. And I don't think it's funny at all because it's quite traumatizing. Now, (laughs) I actually, I actually hear, I wrote it down on my notes Mm. and I'm going to read it out because it's really quickly, okay? Yeah, go on, please. And this is me reading out my dream. This is a safe space. As I'm writing this, I'm closing my eyes. 
Or more so, I'm looking down at the floor because I don't want to know what I'm typing. I'm just trying to let the memory of my dream flow. I'm in drag race Mm. and I'm killing it. The maxi challenge is tomorrow and it's a dancing and singing challenge. Mm. So I'm very confident with it. Mm. I've told everyone in the workroom that I can move, that I kind of sing in the shower (laughs) and that I can maybe hold a note. And in the confessionals, I'm saying the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. Come through, element of surprise. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm trained. I, I'm not. But this is what you do in Drag Race. I've even had some really witty comebacks to what people have been saying in the workroom. Of course, of course. I am that. killing it. <laughs> then the day comes and it's time to get ready for the runway. And I'm panicking. I don't know how to do makeup. <laughs> I haven't even brought my own makeup. I don't have wigs and I don't have anything to wear. So I'm asking the girls for help and no one wants to help me. For some reason, I was able to leave and I was able to get my hair done somewhere. But still, I don't have makeup. But I know a makeup artist and I think maybe I should drop by their place on the way back to the studio. I also for a second think maybe I should just do like face painting like a butterfly because i know how to face paint i used to do Mm. kids face painting Mm. because that's all i can do and it's kind of all i really have but then i also think should i even go back to the show because i got nothing for the runway and then the pressure gets to me because my edit so far is good (laughs) i'm funny i'm confident i'm gonna kill the maxi challenge i'm an underdog but then i've got nothing for the runway so i don't know what to do do I throw in the towel? How will they edit me? And then also, I have a podcast, so that my credibility <laughs> for spilling the GNT will go out the window. And then I wake up, and I woke up Tom, yeah, <laughs> and I told him about my nightmare. And you were quite upset, and you needed comfort. Yes, I did because I was I was really upset. <laughs> yes. I was like, I've been doing so well. I'm killing the game, and that's and kind of what you were mumbling as yeah. you wake up. You're like, it was going so well. I was going. It I was, was going doing so well. good. I'm like, oh my god, I'm, I'm gonna. I can. I can win this. I know. And then I was like, my makeup. Oh I my just gosh. think it's an amazing, amazing dream because you basically went to drag race without drag. You just went to race. That was your plan. Um, you thought, I mean, you do have an admirable skill set when it comes to performance, but darling, darling, it's drag race. You need to bring some makeup and a couple of shake and goes. That's and what... a couple of dresses, otherwise you're not going very far. So that was it. That was. But then it made me, it made me think, like, oh my gosh, is that what all the performing queens are like? We're going to pull a mohart and make something in the runway in the I work could room. Never. Exactly. I we could never grab something off the fabric planet wall, just wrap it around yourself, Nasha Lopez style, and call it a day. Do you know what I did? I woke up, and this is so silly. I woke up and I'm like, you know what? Now I know how the girls feel. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I, I was like, now been there. I have literally, yeah, guys, have I've been, been to Drag Race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that we need to stop being so harsh on these queens. Oh, okay? absolutely. Because I felt really, like, I was really traumatized. You're looking like, at the world through fresh eyes today. Aren't you? Yeah. Mm. So I'm changing the whole podcast. Only good things. Only nice things. Oh, absolutely. No. Only nice things. And considering it's a fashion challenge today, mm. you'll be very light on criticism. Uh, I want to also get into something uh, that has been happening on social media. Go on. Now, it kind of stems from uh, something that happened in Untucked. So maybe we should mm-hmm. discuss that first and then look at its ramifications online. we're habitually watching Untucked after the episode yeah. now. So yeah. it's too hard, really, to fit it in without spoiling things for ourselves. So we just can't really do it because they just go sh- before you know you blink your eye and they've gone to the bottom two and you you know the judgments it just doesn't work for us but we watch afterwards so there was 
I would describe as a mild altercation between Marsha and Mistress. And so, considering we've seen, you know, Candy Muse threaten to punch Samitri Man's lights out, we've seen Morgan McMichael saying to Mystique Simmons Mountain, right there, right, right there. I am from Chicago. <laughs> and, you know, we do know it's a hotbed of emotion. The Queens are sisters. They fight, they make up. That's Drag Race, yeah? It's not our relationship to insert our noses into. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was a mild altercation. Marsha said something that was a bit dismissive of Mistress's performance. Um, she said that she was second to Lucy. Mistress was a little dismissive in return of Marsha's look in particular. Saying, I don't think you're second. I think you looks basic. It was mild. It was really, really mild. So some in inverted commas. I don't really want to call them fans. I want to call them something else. What do you think we should call them? People um, who do this sort of thing. They call trolls. Trolls. We'll call them trolls. Um, so some trolls took it upon themselves to spam Instagram with um, malicious reports about Mistress. And her account was suspended three times last week, which is no laughing matter because this is a matter of profile, monetization, all sorts of things. This is a really big way that the queens communicate with the fan base. So getting their in- Instagram account suspended mid-season is no laughing matter whatsoever. Um, Marsha was very, very good and very kind, I think, and did not pull a Valentina, and she actually spoke up. But um, I mean, what do you think about the dynamic there? What do you think is going on? <clears throat> I think now and then we get um, snapshots of what it's like backstage mm-hmm. for... A- for a working girl, mm-hmm. for a working drag um, drag queen, mm-hmm. backstage when they're actually doing shows, when the cameras aren't there, when the cameras aren't there, mm-hmm. the cameras aren't there, when they just throw shade. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. When they throw shade, and with, with they are quite you know catty, but then they mm. are reading each other, and they can come for each other. And they're I think drag that queens. sometimes yeah, exactly they're, they're drag queens, they're mm. nighttime performers, they're yeah. witty, they're you know this is what they mm. do, is their bread and butter. Sometimes we get snapshots of that. And in, in today's world, um, especially when we're watching things through a commercial lens, that's bullying. Um, or and especially especially when they see a a a an a a larger queen, b mm-hmm. a, a queen of color, mm-hmm. when they see that kind of character mm-hmm. um, attacking a a let's say a, a white, um, white twink twink yeah 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 um, I think Marsha be the first to call yeah, herself that. yeah <laughs> when they when they see that, that obviously for them that's boring they don't like it and then immediately um, people come in and defend. I don't yeah, think yeah. that anything Mistress is doing or saying is out of character for a drag queen. And you know, it's one not, thing I love so about one thing well. I love about Mistress is that Mistress is a drag queen that I could actually have seen on season three, yeah, and season yeah, three yeah, yeah. and season four. Yeah, she's actually got like that old school mm-hmm. drag that I'm gonna call you out, but I love you. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I'll, I'll love you the hardest, but I will also read you if yes. you if you take one step at a time. That's something I really do love about Mistress. Is she's got that old school sensibility. She's very lovable. She's yeah. Great character, um, but f- some people don't appreciate that. And when I say some people, I think I think it is the younger audience. They don't appreciate that because drag is means something different to them. Drag is mm-hmm. what they've come to learn yes, through the lenses the the of you know a television show. Yeah. And I think that's something that we. I mean, Marsha. Marsha first of all, I want to say this: Marsha came for Mistress. She was so Let's good. be real. Yeah. Let's be real. Mm-hmm. Marsha came for Mistress. She was like she, she basically put herself above her and 
it was quite dismissive of her performance in Snatch Game. And you know, she made me Marsha, oh, but sorry, she I is it feeling for a second. But we'll come back to that. Oh, yeah. yeah, she, she yeah. made me Marsha, but she's mm. feeling the jealousy sometimes. But she was feeling the jealousy definitely, and she she came for her first. I completely agree. What I was getting at is that her message that she put on Instagram in defense of Mistress was so so good. She seemed genuinely heartfelt and upset. Um, about the whole situation she looked like she was on the brink of tears and she was like you're no fan of mine if you're doing this to one of my sisters if you think you're doing it for me do not because it's really really stressing me out and it's upsetting i don't even think that the people who are doing this necessarily are fans of Marsha. they're just not fans that's of queens of color um it's who have opinions and who agree. are strong yeah and, and then and for example if it was Marsha versus malaysia mm-hmm. sorry if it was mistress versus malaysia yeah, yeah. nothing would have happened yeah, nothing would have happened totally, they would totally. not be on mistress's ass but no. because it was mistress and Marsha, uh-huh. that's why her accounts are getting blocked and i think that people don't necessarily have to be fans mm-hmm. of the protector twink or the protected you know um white queen they just have to not be a fan of the poc queen or the overweight queen and that's I'm just, just sick of seeing it time and time again it's always the queens of color it's always the big girls who get attacked in this way it's it just it's such a sad sad reflection on the way that we view people mm. i say we in a broader sense it just it just makes me sick and i'm just fed up of it and i do think now that it's on mtv and i, th- I believe the ratings are the highest it's ever been um and you know they've drawn in um because people are scared of missing out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but bringing in... If you're a minute late, the show's over. TikTok queens like Sugar and Spice is going to bring in. And I don't want to say it's all very young people, because I think that's a little unfair, because there are plenty of young people out there who have a sensible head on their shoulders. They're compassionate and they'd never do anything like this. But it is people who think drag begins and ends at Drag Race, this commercialised... We love Drag Race, but it's a commercialized and highly sanitized version of drag. Absolutely. Um, it's a fantastic show. So many, We wouldn't be reviewing it if we didn't love the show. But I think without the, the wider view of what drag is really like and what drag queens are really like, you know, they're complex human beings who we love because they, they can read a bitch. And exactly like you said about Mistress, they can love somebody at the same time as reading them. That's mm. human nature. That's the complexity of, of human relationships. It's not this like black and white thinking like, oh, you said a vaguely mean thing to this person. That means you're an awful bully and you should be cancelled forever. It's just rotten. How do we fix this? Um, I think we'll keep talking about it and keep, um, keep, what's the word? Um, I can't think of the word. Condemning it whenever we see or hear of it. Mm. Um, and I guess as well, I'm always aware kind of on social media, it's the queens of color and the big girls who tend to have less followers. So go out there and support your faves. I'm not saying support somebody because they're in a particular demographic, but have a little think about who you're following and supporting. And if you notice a bit of inequality, try and fix it. Mm. Um, That's a good point because Raja... Raja O'Hara, the mm-hmm. winner of um, All Stars, the wonderful, amazing Raja the world. O'Hara, yeah. Uh, she's—I I don't even think she's got three hundred thousand followers, and she's a winner, and she's and been, she's been on, on three, three, season. three seasons. Crazy! So it's crazy. Girl. That's crazy, girl. It's crazy. It's crazy. Um, so yeah, I mean, that just—that is a lot. I guess if you see something wrong within the reach of your arm, try and rectify it. 
Okay. If you see somebody doing something, well, Tom, wrong, what you're wearing me. today, um, <laughs> please try and come for me. Yeah, <laughs> I come here, right here, right here, Mama. I dare you to find a flaw? Okay. Anyway, um, let's get back. Uh, let's start watching Reputable Great Season 15, Connecticut mm-hmm. versus the World. <laughs> All right, let's uh, discuss the first part. And we're back in the room. We are back in the room. We're back in the room. I mean, we've just said bye to Sugar. Yeah, the twins have been separated. Um, Obviously, Spice is really upset. But as we said last week, really want Spice to embrace this opportunity to discover herself as an individual artist. Obviously, they're individual people, but their artistry is so intrinsically linked. Mm This will be interesting, and I hope she rises to the challenge. Uh, We've got Spice there. We do. I, I think she's... Oh my gosh! I mean, she's in her feelings, mm. and it's funny because Spice starts to get a bit salty. She does um, when she uh, starts confessing to Mistress that you know there's other girls who you know who shouldn't even be here. We know who they are. I we mean, know who they she are. Does not name names. Say their names. Say their names. Say I, their name. I mean, she's clearly in her feelings, and you know, she's seen her best friend in the world go home, so she wants to blame somebody else. That's what this is, really. Is this a, a natural reaction? Absolutely. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aura, Aura seems to think it's about her. Well, that's the next day, isn't it? When they come back into the room. No, it's the same day. She's like, oh, oh, she's not talking about me. And then she com- and then okay. she confronts her the next day. But then RuPaul walks in before Spice can answer. Uh, so again, this is very... Even RuPaul's protecting the twinks. So the- she- God, even RuPaul protects RuPaul, the twinks a lot. She is a- RuPaul loves a twink. <laughs> um, no, but um, this is going to be one of the great mysteries of Drag Race up there with whose lipstick did BB choose and who was after Peppermint. Um, I think that we'll find out later. I don't know. There's no time for drama. Is no, there? it's not. This, this, there is no this time. That, that was it. Will never be tied. That was It'll it. Just, it's been snipped. Yeah. There we go. They'll release the tapes later. You know, <laughs> oh, after they move to oh where, where, where? Is this all a ploy? Special edition season fifteen with full length episodes. Pay a premium. There oh. we go. RuPaul is a business. I'm going to say something controversial, and I say that I would happily pay premium to see season twelve unedited, uncut. <laughs> Well, the lost plot Because lines, if you ain't watching Uncut, you're already getting half the story. To be honest, I would too. I mean, obviously, I understand the reasoning for the re-editing. Yeah. And they Absolutely. Made we always said at the time, though, that obviously in no way condoning anything that Sherry did. It was awful. And, you know, the, the primary concern is the feelings of the victim. So I understand why that was all cut. I do think we missed out on several important conversations about why she did what she did and how we can avoid that in the future yeah but also this this apparent you know this rumored rivalry between her and Gigi, and Gigi would have been the villain and that sort of thing i know i want to see how that would have played out there we i go. mean it's interesting we, it's interesting lost to the archives let's talk about the reading challenge mm-hmm. because the library is open and reading is what hard <laughs> reading is difficult <laughs> it's quite difficult <laughs> um as soon as i watched it i knew who the winner would be because mm-hmm. she had first of all she had me shooketh yeah. with um the dark nature of the jokes oh, a so drag good. queen what it's something that i would have uh, cancel her yeah. cancel her it's something that it's i would have um, anticipated to hear in a nightclub mm. away from the tv screens but she done win in but that's what she brings that's what i feel about lucy she brings this like um long hosting 
experience kind of sensibility and that's part of the reason i love her i mean her jokes i wrote down my favorite jokes came from lucy mm-hmm. and when she came for um when she was reading malaysia and she was saying um just like malaysia to commit to malaysia and just disappear <laughs> so like that airplane i mean that's dark that is dark I gasp, but that is I I, yeah exactly yeah, yeah. i did the whole like you know if you're in a if you're in a, an audience and they mm-hmm. said that i did the whole gasp and then look around to see how <laughs> i should react like can i clap yeah, yeah. do i do i <laughs> condemn like what do yeah. i do here what um else did she say um then she also said to let me have a look is it selena she said oh yeah um she said we can all agree that um yolanda, yolanda killed the wrong selena i mean that was that was dark and funny because also i mean selena's held really sacred by the the latin american exactly <laughs> i mean that was funny i mean she is coming for i mean it's just equal opportunity she is not just, just coming for malaysia offense. she is coming for them <laughs> and then her last one which is um coming from was it mistress yeah it was yeah and saying there's um how they're giving her a hard time for the kidney heels yeah. you know but they start off as the that was really funny that was really good you know there's there are so many better ways of just saying you're fat but that's the thing isn't it you, you get a pass on giving an offensive joke if it's funny yeah and mistress is laughing as hard as anybody else was she I might be filling in the blanks. Yeah, was she? To, to permit myself to laugh. Yeah. <laughs> um, but there's also one other person that said a joke that I loved. Go on. And it was Mistress. Mm-hmm. And when she read, um, when she read um, Lucy saying, after hearing you sing, I understand homophobia. <laughs> I was just good. like, that's yeah. a good one. That I think, was a good one. I'm sure Lucy took that on the chin because she's had a good few weeks now because she was Davo the first, after that first episode. Um, what I want to say about this Snatch Game is that Edit kind of worked for this because it didn't make anybody look stupid. They put in everybody's best joke and we basically got a series of quick fire laughs. You know, in previous Snatch Games, you, you'll have like crickets for some people and it's kind of embarrassing for them and it makes them look a bit silly. I do like that the quick fire Edit made everybody shine in a way. Mm-hmm. Apart from Jax, who can't count apparently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bless her. Um, the, I mean, and again, the edit tells you who's won because Lucy had three laughs. Yeah. Um, Mistress had a couple. Somebody else had a couple as well. Uh, no, just Mistress. I mean, the winner of this. Oh, Sasha. Sasha had a couple. The winner of this was obviously Lucy. As soon as, as, yeah. soon as she did her gig, I was... I was mm-hmm. ready to tip. Yeah. I was like, okay, that's <laughs> yes. different. Lucy is absolutely the winner. And she was the winner. Um, is there a prize there? Let's, let's find out. Um, I don't think there was. Oh, Oh no, money maybe. Money makes the word <laughs> get it out that one. Get it out. Okay. Now the maxi challenge this week is they have to form three fashion houses, yeah, and where they turn decor into quartour. <laughs> I like that. Did you Think. say that? Or did Rue say that? Rue said it. I'm oh, not going to steal I was gonna credit. credit you with that. Um, so the the three houses is one the house of Chrisley, mm-hmm. and the house of Chrisley is uh, inspired by Carson's townhouse and country. Yeah. Um, furnishings. Um, then we've got the House of the Matthews, where it's inspired by the sunny Palm Springs home decor. Uh-huh. And then we've got the House of Versace, which is Jersey Girl inspired. So these, these are three houses, and so they th- are they don't choose their houses. They are allocated. It looks like they're assigned. Yeah. It doesn't look like it's based on wins or anything. So when the show does that, they're usually trying to do something if they're not leaving anything to chance. But anyway, we'll see how that pans out. Mm. I quite like the idea of this. I really like the idea of this challenge, actually, because it's quite akin to 
Canada's Drag Race season one. Yes. Where they had the three houses of recycled materials. That's right. And that's the only other example of this sort of house fashion um, challenge that I can think of. Unless kind of like in the UK, you've had paired challenges, which is kind of similar, I guess, usually based on color schemes. Okay. Yeah? Yeah. Um, so it's not a ball. I was anticipating a full ball, but it's not. It's an unconventional materials construction challenge. And I guess like... I'm quite excited. To, they've, we've got three quite distinct aesthetics here. We've got kind of like Michelle's animal print, heavy jersey kind of glam aesthetic. We've got Carson's like equestrian town and country, um, lots of plaid, pleather kind of aesthetic. And Ross is kind of like fabulous, gay, tropical Palm Springs aesthetic so i'm looking forward to see what they do before we go in and see how the girls get on i've just got a few thoughts based on you know my instagram work over the past few weeks i've (coughs) I've picked up on which girls have made some of their own outfits um so girls who can sew off the top of my head but there may be more um include mistress uh marcia anitra lucy um selena as titties and jacks these girls have put together some of their own runway outfits and have done a good job, I think. Have they all? Well, if you look, I mean, I do also think there's a difference being able to design and being able to sew. You can put together an outfit. It doesn't mean you're going to have an inspired creation, you know. Mm. Um, but I think um, I've got high hopes for Mistress, just off the top of my head. Um, I think Marshall put together something simple and chic. That's just her. Um, Anitra, I think, has a really fabulous sense of style and she can sew. She's made most, if not all, of her runway looks so far. Oh, nice. I don't know if she made last week's. Lucy made that fantastic Jason Voorhees distressed denim dress last week. Mm -hmm. That was fab. Um, Selena um, has sewn most of her things, I think. And I posted on Instagram this past week. She made her own interpretation of Bjork's swan dress, um, which was really fab. Um, And Jack's... Jax Jax can sew and put together outfits. I think my taste doesn't always match up with Jax's taste, but that's personal. Yeah. That's personal between me and her. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's between the two of us. Okay. Um, So that kind of leaves. I feel like maybe Sasha can sew because she's such an experienced queen. Maybe Robin, I feel like she has made something. Malaysia, again, is a pageant queen. So I, this could go either way. Either she gets everything made for her or she can make her own stuff. Okay. And then that leaves kind of Spice, Amethyst, Aura and Lux. I'm just not, I don't think I've seen that they've made, I think. Although I'll say that Lux in particular has fabulous taste and her own runways have been great so far. I agree. Mm. Um, I mean, yeah, I've got nothing to add to that. Also, what would the House of Tom, if it was the House of Tom... What would the challenge be here? Like what would Chrisley's, the, the Carson's, you know, Carson Chrisley's the town and country. Matthews is Palm Springs, sunny home decor. And then Jersey is Michelle Visage. What would Dr. Tom, what would the house of Tom, well, what's, what's that aesthetic? Perhaps you could tell me in a second, because I'll tell you what the house of Vata would be. Okay. You'd have lots of like um, crayon box brights in there, color blocking with the odd tropical print. Tropical? Yeah, you've got a couple of tropical print things upstairs. Like what? Some shirts with like a tropical leaf print. No, I don't. Um, You literally do. Do you want me to go get them to remind you? Or I, I think you're looking at someone else's clothes. Well, the crayon box brights are right. You do like a nice bright color scheme. 
the house of Tom will be very, very uh, professional, I would say. You're, you're very, yeah, you're very working man, casual, a, a casual chic. I, I, I guess. If not pure I, chic. I wear a lot of neutrals. I don't wear a lot of brights. Um, and everything's a bit too small for me. There's a vest, there's shirts, there's vests. It's yeah. it's professional. Yeah. That, that's yeah. your look. It's it's professional. It's smart. You like a kind of cool off duty kind of look. Slightly street influenced, I would say. You like a t-shirt. That's racist. <laughs> Tom, wow. Wow. Cancel me. You like that, that street me. homeless um, poverty line just balancing on their Derelict. look. <laughs> Derelict is your vibe. Yeah. Holes in the shoes. Distressed hair. Yeah, literally like distressed that, life. That John Galliano collection life. where people wrap themselves in um, Not the Galliano. <gasps> Tom, please. Um, I mean, can't comment on him as a person, mm. but as a designer, mm. as a genius. Okay, yeah. Shall we see what they make then? Because it's going to get straight into it given the, um, you know, like the weave, this is 40 minutes long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay, we're going to go into the final looks on the runway. We are indeed. Anything from the workroom to comment on? Um, I mm. guess, what did we see? What did we see? Spice revealed not to her face, but to the camera is in fact Aura she was talking about. She sees it in the confessionals, mm. but to them in the workroom, she was kind of use it say that it was a throwaway that it was my emotions yes which you know um i mean yeah i mean she, I mean, she doesn't need confrontation right now does she there no 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 she doesn't i mean yeah she's just lost her sister lost her sister she's not died yeah. <laughs> her sister has left the competition um i mean anybody that seems to be on the struggle burst they, they spent a lot of time focusing on amethyst um struggling to both visualize and execute her garment here it's season 34 <laughs> is it is it allowed for people to say that they've never touched the sewing machine? A machine. I, I mean, it's a common trope now, isn't it? Yeah. You know, we say it every season. But, you know, it's, if you don't do it in your regular life, it's a rush to get things together for Drag Race. But maybe, you know, as part of the auditioning process, if you're going to audition, you should do a cup. I don't know. Who am I to say? Mm. But um, I think Malaysia says that she doesn't really sew either. But I do see her pu- pulling something together in the workroom. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hot, re- hot glue gun in a prayer. Isn't oh. that what they say? Isn't that what the kids are saying these days? That cape was cute. That cape hot was cute. glue gun in a prayer, ma'am. Um, and who else? Didn't Rue come for us titties a little bit? Yes. Yes. I mean, I did question what you said earlier when you said that when you named all the ones who can sew and I mean, you she said can something. Sew. She does sew. Okay, cool. Um, Her aesthetic is just not what I between it's between me and Selena. It's between okay? you and Selena. It's between me and Selena how I feel that. about yeah. um her aesthetic. Yeah. yeah. Um so I'll leave it there. Her aesthetics. Okay. I'll leave it there, Tom. Um and who who kinda looks like they're confident? Lux looks confident. Oh what? Compared to what? <laughs> yes, she she's Lux confident even when she's confident. <laughs> it's really miraculous. Now there's been it. a breakthrough of Lux. <laughs> she's um she's found her voice. Finally and it's nice I'm to so hear her to finally have some positive self-talk. <laughs> Go no, off, She mentions making some pants. And um, you know what they say about pants. It's a challenge. Okay. <laughs> That's what they say. <laughs> Thank you, Tom. Um, but we just, let's just get to the runway, please. Let's just get to the runway. To the runway. Um, we're ready. We're ready. We're, yeah, cool. 
So let's get cracking. Let's get cracking, guys. World is your runway. So first up, we have... The category is Fashion Week, and we're starting with the House of Visage. So House of Visage, and first up, we have Mistress. Um, I think Mistress looks... I mean, first up, I definitely see the Visage reference. She looks like she's fresh from the Joysy Shore. I know, I know Fran Drescher is not from Jersey, but I'm getting a strong Fran Drescher vibe from this, right? Um, so I think this is really clean and nice. And I think um, that leopard bustier is great. There's a very chic black sort of pencil skirt. And it's kind of elevated by the, the black cape. Um, I'm getting a real kind of like Dolce & Gabbana vibe. Like Fran Drescher wears Dolce & Gabbana. She could have brought this with her. And, uh, it how looks clean, great, doesn't it? Yeah. It's how clean it looks. The mm. lines. It, it doesn't look messy. It doesn't look just put together the last yep. couple of days. It looks nice. And Mistress is a pro. She's great. And the, the sh- her shape is beautiful. Love her signature makeup and the big hair. I think this is a great job. Aura Mayari. So Aura comes out. I, I think Aura's put together a nice little outfit here. Um, there's So she's going for a zebra print. Again, like gives me kind of a Dolce & Gabbana. They did this um, animal print safari thing in 2020, but they're well known for their animal print anyway. Um, she's got this kind of bandeau-esque um, top with the skirt. Do I like how high the slits go? I think it's very Aura. I think Aura's a girl who likes to show body. Um, and I think overall, I like the gold details. And overall, I think it's really nice, look, but I could do without the scarf, I think. I think mm, the scarf looks okay. like a funny little afterthought. But in terms of what she's made and put together, I think it looks nice and the gold details are nice. I'm loving the Chung Lee skirt. It's very Chun Li, isn't it? It's very yeah. Ch- yeah, yeah. I, I like. I, I think I love the look. I, I think I love the. I don't I, mind. I the think look. she looks great. I think she's done a good job. Well done, Mayari. What about Miss Amethyst? So Amethyst, we saw Amethyst struggling a bit. Now I do. I want to start with like I really like the hair and makeup. She's selling me the Jersey fantasy there. She looks like Jay Wow or somebody, doesn't she? The dress itself. Um, now, I like kind of like the peekaboo little leopardy tiger bits, and I could do without the choker because she's already got the gold jewelry, but I like the tigery belt. I think where I'm, where I'm struggling a little bit is I like the idea of this almost Grecian scoop neck, high slit, sort of Versace esque gown, but it looks unfinished um, and she's tripping over it. Okay. Um, that's what I feel. Um, and I could probably do without the shrug, the furry shrug. I think the furry shrug um, clashes a bit with the overall look. It's completely different colours. We've got all these warm colours and then this cool grey I agree shrug. with the shrug. The shrug's not needed, but I actually really like the look. I like the look. I like the face. The hair is very Michelle Massage. I, I mean, yeah, I love th- And she's selling it. She really, she's really absolutely is. selling it. I like the look, I, um, but it could do without that shrug. It could also do without the choker. She could she could do a, a Coco Chanel and take off at least two or three things, uh, but I guess you know it's a Jersey thing. That's the whole outfit. Wow, what a read! <laughs> no, I do. I really like the idea, and there's lots yeah. of nice things going on. But like when you look, I, I'm not a seamstress, but is is it hemmed? Is it finished? It just Tom looks- Tom. Everywhere you look, there's a hem. Okay, <laughs> everywhere you look, there's a hem. It, it's a piece of fabric. <laughs> Talk to me about spice. Now, Spice, I think, struggles a bit in comparison to um, Aura because Aura has done a really nice zebra two-piece and Spice has done a zebra two-piece that looks less finished and less polished. Again, with the positives, hair and makeup is fabulous. Um, 
the body is on point. Um, I, if I start at the top, I like the kind of there's like this bando esque um, zebra brassiere, and I, there's kind of like a Miss S and M slightly haltery um, top going on. I'd prefer it if the stripes were it. I don't like the purple accents. I prefer if it was in black. It'd be more cohesive. But maybe she just wanted that pop of colour, you know? Um, the, the skirt is where it starts to fall apart for me because mm. um, there's a nice trim on the top. There's no trim on the skirt, so it looks unfinished. And I don't think that's how she wanted that purple lace to look. You know, the lace-up bit on the side. Yeah. I... Okay. I think this is very in keeping with her style in the sense, like it's a cute little two piece. Um, who does it remind me of? I don't really know because we keep on hearing this thing about Y2K fashion. Yeah. And that's the rough way. People didn't wear that on the red carpet in Y2K. They wore jeans and a nice top, as we saw, um, as we saw a Katie Holmes do this week in a nice throwback moment. But um maybe it's something that like Christina could have worn at some point in her career, but I don't think she quite had the skills to pull off her vision or she ran out of time, one of the two. But she's serving attitude and I'd, I'd say from the waist up is really nice. I, I like the look. I, I don't like that knotty string like you said. Yeah. And I, I've never been to Jersey, so correct me if I'm wrong. Is it hot there? Because this looks like... <laughs> it's not um, hot. It's by New York. <laughs> well, it, uh, this looks this looks like um, spring wear, like... like uh, like she's going to the beach, like it would Maybe in fit. the height of summer. I yeah. guess. Okay. Okay. Because that's what I'm getting. I'm like, oh, there's that's a, a nice. There's a joysy shore. You I, know. This yeah. That's a nice beach look. That's what Maybe I thought. Maybe you could wear it on the boardwalk. Lux the Noir shore. is uh, so looking Lux, every bit of fantastical here. My favorite look so far. Um, she has such good taste. This is so so good. I love this. So she did make make a pair of trousers, high waisted zebra print, gold belt gorgeous they look like they fit like a dream and this beautiful purple cape and the hair wrap um and the gold details at the top this is she could have brought it it's such a good look it's amazing it's it's stunning she's giving me angela bassett vibes and although the color scheme is different like the voluminous silk cape is reminding me of that 2020 balmar collection that purple cape's giving me raja raja o'hara yeah because Raja always wear pants. She's a pants girl. It's, it is quite a Raja look, really, isn't it? However, it's it's Lux's look, and she's given it her own style. I think Lux has done a fantastic job this week. And what I've, do you think about the house? Was the cohesion? And also, give me your favourite look and your least favourite look. So um, the, I think there was good cohesion because they all had animal print in their palette. In terms of silhouettes, I saw nice diversity apart from Spice and Aura being a bit too similar in terms of what they gave, really. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish I wish they'd had a bit more of a chat about making it different. I don't know what happened. Oh, well, we already know that Spice didn't really want to speak to her this week, so maybe <laughs> that's what it was. But um, that's what it was. I was like, oh, yeah, mm, mm, no. I would say um, Lux is my fave with Mistress as a close second. Mm-hmm. And my, my least favourite look was, unfortunately, Spice. I'd oh, say- no, sorry, it might be Amethyst, actually. Spice or Amethyst, I'm not sure. Uh, not this or that. Give me a name. Come on, just say a name. Commit spice because I saw more work going into amethysts. Okay, my favorite look is absolutely Lux, and I, I think there is cohesion. Um, but Lux just took this. Now let's have a look at the House of Cressley. Starting off with, remember the House of Cressley is like an equestrian house, home and a town and country kind of vibe. Money, 
Money. Money. White money. White money. <laughs> yes. Old money. <laughs> Good money. Okay, we got we got Robin Fierce. What do you think? By the way, did you know Crassley started with a K? I did not until today. Um, so Robin looks cute. I like what she's doing here. She's given me a kind of... It's a bit like Dion from Clueless um, goes a bit punk, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's giving me that kind of um, Versace fall, was it 2018? The, the very like Clueless inspired one. I I like what she's done. She's got this these nice separate... I guess if I were to give one thing, I wish the there was cohesion in the color scheme between the boots and the pleather top. Mm-hmm. That'd be just a bit more cohesion. That's a tiny nitpick because overall, I think she looks really good. Love the braids. Very pretty makeup. I think she looks good. Okay. Yeah. I don't know how to feel about it. You it's don't know like, how to feel about I like it. half of it and the other half, I, I don't Which understand. Which half do you like? I don't understand well, the, right the, the midsection leather combining with the skirt and but i love the hair and i love the makeup mm, mm, and i love that pretty. shoulder thing i wish there was more of that aesthetic you, um, want, you just want more shoulder don't you yeah yeah um next up we got jacks jacks looks cute i like the heathers reference that's really cute so i'm already getting kind of like a teen movie theme running through this um i like the mix of plaids um She's made a jacket and pleated skirt, and I think that takes a lot of skill. I think she's done a really, really good job. Absolutely. Um, If I were to say one thing, like, I kind of feel like she's giving Heather's a bit of a Vivian Westwood punky twist with the hair. I think I'd have liked it if she gave me a nice, maybe stuck with the theme and gone for like a kind of blown out 80s bob kind of thing, like Heather's. I like this look. I like the look. I, 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 I think it's really clever how she's, yeah. um, you know, it's very technical what she's created. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the look head to toe. I think she's done a really fantastic job. I think she's shown a lot of technical skill and I think this is a really good week for Jax. Yeah. What about Anitra? Again, like Anitra, Anitra's style, I think, shows a lot of body and she's definitely showing body. Um, I mean, and what a body. She looks fantastic. Um I guess, what do I think? What do I think? I think there's lots of really nice elements. Uh, The top is probably my favorite bit. I think there's lots of complexity, the way it crosses over. There's different fabrics. I like the way she's blended the pleather and integrated it with the plaid. I think my main thing is I feel like the bottom's a little unfinished. I see what she's going for. It's very sexy. Like, here's my whole leg. And on this side, I've got this little mini skirtlet. But um, it just feels like it runs out kind of especially on that left side yeah i do like the top half of the look and i love her her face and her hair i think again though a lot of technical skill is really intricately sewn so there's a lot of elements that i do really like about it yeah it's, it's kind of like the jacket that season eight yeah Layla mcqueen Layla mcqueen kind of put all the detail I mean, on the top um Jax has made a jacket as well like no mean feet these girls mm. are, i like I'm, I'm seeing a lot of really high quality work across the board this episode and on that note, we've got Selena. So Selena walks out and at first she's in this very voluminous um, kind of blanket coat and it's got this kind of Michael Kors quality to it. It almost reminds me of, remember the Victor and Rolf kind of bedhead. Um, <laughs> it's almost a bit that. Come on, comfort couture. Um, but she, and I do think walking out, that kind of drowns her lovely silhouette a bit. But then there's a reveal um, and she drops the coat down. And it transforms into a train. And I think that's really, really cool. 
sorry, excuse me. I really like that aspect to it. And underneath, I guess if I go to, to go for a vibe, it's like a little bit lumberjack, a little bit 90s grunge. Um, I like her nipped in waist. I like the exposed brassiere. Um, and again, like a really nice cohesive color scheme running through her outfit. I think the outfit got 78% better when she dropped down the coat and revealed what was underneath. Yeah. Me and Selena, you know, we between are, you, between, between you us two, two yeah. um, I, I don't, it doesn't, her, her, her beautiful aesthetic mm-hmm. doesn't appeal to my taste. That's just subjective. And isn't it? in all honesty, I don't probably have taste. So that's probably why. So. <laughs> you do. It's just different to Selena's. Um, but you know, if, if, yeah, with my taste, I'm I'm not eating that. I did I did like her presentation as well. She always brings that Latina kind of flavor to the runway. Um, but I love her. I love her face. Her face is beautiful. Her face is gorgeous. Beautiful. Um, in terms of cohesion of the collection, very very good. Mm-hmm. Um, again, plaids and sort of brown pleather running throughout definitely looks like a collection. I guess there were some sil- similar silhouettes. I saw a few cropped items with a skirt um and then kind of selena mainly added a bit of diversity to the silhouettes um who's your favorite look um jacks jacks is my Mm, favorite look yeah your least favorite look do you know what i'm not sure maybe oh I, i think they're all really good um, I'm, I have to say somebody, maybe just Selena for drowning herself at the beginning, but I did like the reveal. Mm, yeah. I don't um, know. I think they all did a really good job, but I've got to say someone. Last, we got the House of Matthews, and that is a spring, Palm Springs couture. And we're off with a bang because Sasha Colby looks at a million dollars. And this is a very J-Lo Versace moment. Um, the swimming costume that she's made, I guess it's more reminiscent of the the update that J-Lo wore in, was it 2020, um, rather than the original version. Um, so really, really beautiful. I like how she's mixed it up and there's like a nod to J-Lo, but she's made this really cool duster, this pink duster. It all goes together beautifully in a very kind of, I get a tropical flavor from her. The hair and makeup is absolutely stunning. She looks like Miss Universe. Her body is banging. Her body. It's not even real. That they can't be real. It's just so wow. Her body is so sick. I got the flu again. <laughs> she got COVID, y'all. <laughs> I love the the outfit. It's, it's obvious nod to um, J Lo, but also a lovely tribute because her daughter mm-hmm. Kerry Colby wore the actual dress. She said it was um, the actual dress uh, last season. Yeah. This is a great look. This is stunning. This is sexy. Oh, she looks absolutely. She looks like a this million is, dollars. Wow. Mm. Next up, we have got Lucy Laduca. What do you think? I like a lot of elements of this outfit. So Lucy's wearing trousers, which are actually really beautiful palazzo pants, and I actually really like that print. And there's this kind of wrap top, and she's giving me character. She she give me like a Real Housewife of somewhere, um, of like I don't know, well Palm Springs, I guess. Um, if I were to say one thing, I would say I. I see what she was going for with the patterns. There's a little bit of clashing. And again, so much skill going on here. She's a great seamstress and she's made a beautiful silhouette. I think the way her body looks, the palazzo pants, the wrap top is really, really gorgeous. I kind of wish she'd stuck to one print or the other. Yeah. Either the palms, a tropical print, or this really, really nice blue and yellow print, which is kind of like a 70s flavor. I love the look. I love the pants. I think they... they 
expertly created. Really, really I beautiful. love that the pants at the bottom and the top have different patterns. What I don't um, particularly like is the blue mm. in the upper part. In the, it's a bit in of a the block blouse. of colour, isn't yeah, it? I, yeah, I think uh, maybe she wanted to do something different. Maybe she wanted to add something new, but mm. it... I like. I would have liked it if it was one pen for the top and one pen for the bottom. So overall, really love the look. I'm just feeling a little bit nitpicky about the. Oh, clash of but patterns. the look we love. Yeah, Malaysia baby doll fox. Now Malaysia, for somebody who said that she'd not really sewn anything, I think has pulled together a competent outfit. Um, so she's the color scheme is nice because we've got this hot pink mini dress that's called well i guess contrasting really with the the cool blue and greens of the tropical print and she's got this cape that she made from a shower curtain she's got a bit of a zorro vibe hasn't she with the hat and everything she's like gay zorro um i think again i'm not a seamstress disclaimer everybody um there's something about the hemline at the bottom that's giving me discomfort but i I don't know if it's not hemmed or something. Maybe it is, and I'm just being a bitch. But overall, pretty silhouette, and I think she pulled together a competent outfit. Malaysia baby doll looks amazing here. She looks stunning. The face, correct. Mm. Everything looks good. I love the colours. The thing is, it's simplicity, but it's beautiful. Yeah, I mean, like it's, it's a, nice it's, it's basically a one piece dress mm-hmm. with a cape around her, and she's tied together, um, tied all together with some accessories. It's simple, but it's nice. Simple but effective. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm living for it. I love it. Uh, what about Marsha? 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 I think this is really pretty. So this is very in keeping with Marsha's style, which has a sense of like simplicity and like a chic quality to it. She's given me Grace Kelly goes to Cannes in like the late fifties, early sixties. Um, she's got this lovely kind of. Um, slightly dourish like summer skirt and this like uh wrap top and it's all a similar print with just like little pops of sunshine color in like the the belt and the um the the bow in her hair really really pretty and like i hope they don't come for her makeup and hair or anything this week because she looks really really pretty i like it i love the dress i love what she created i love how flowy it is it's very mm. old school very what era would you say it's late 50s early late 60s 50s, 60s. I, yeah. I love that and she, i think it it's it's very Marsha. yes it is and also she performs it doesn't she she gave us a nice mm. spin to show the movement in terms of cohesion i see it but compared to the other two there's slightly less cohesion as a house i think Oh, okay. Well, I disagree. I think there's lovely cohesion. I like the diverse silhouettes, though. They've got the most diversity in their silhouettes, which I really, really like. Who has your favourite look? Lux. No, from that team. (laughs) Bloody (laughs) hell. Um, From that team, I'm actually going to go for either Sasha or Marsha. Okay. Um. I mean, it, it will be the whole, how can Georges win a sewing challenge when all she wore was a swimsuit? Do you remember that? Yeah. From last season. And I think that's when everyone knew, oh, she's getting a push. Definitely. If I had to pick a least favourite from the um, Matthews, House of Matthews, even though it's still a really nice look, I just like Malaysia slightly less than the others. That's okay. All. My favourite look will be either Sasha or Marsha. Yeah. But and- I need to choose one. Yeah. And well, I've so chosen Marsha, do you want to choose Sasha? I'll choose Sasha. Now, my favorite look overall is my tops are 
Lux. Yeah. Lux is up there. Mistress is absolutely up there. Mm-hmm. So is Jax. Yeah. And then Sasha and Marsha. I think that's a fair, like, the top three will be made up of, or are they going to judge by house and there'll be a bottom house and a top house? Well, who's your favorite house? House of Visage. Okay. Mine's the house of uh, Matthews. Okay. See, you'd like, you like bright colors and tropical prints. <laughs> do not. You do. No. <laughs> Tom, you need to stop. Whatever you're doing, it needs to end. The energy needs to be reset. If they okay, my bottoms is Selena. Yeah. It would be Selena. It would be Ori. It would be Maori. Ori Maori. It would be Spice. It would be Malaysia. Yeah. Wait, I feel like we're missing someone. We're looking at the runway. This is everyone. No, am I? Am I being? Where's Where's Amethyst? Amethyst. What house was she in? In Visage. She's not there. On the line. We're looking at the lineup, guys. And Amethyst isn't there. Where is she? She's not two, there. Four, one, two, three, four, one. Two. She is uh, there. No, she's not because there's twelve g- girls on the stage and there's thirteen in the competition still. There was five in House of Visage and four in each of the other groups. Amethyst is not on the stage. Okay, maybe we'll. F- I wonder find... if something has happened, but we'll find out in a second. Okay, I think we've talked enough about our thoughts. Should we get into it? Yeah. Let's say congratulations to Lux. It, the writing was on the wall, and it yeah. was an incredibly deserved win. Absolutely, I loved her feet. Like when you get in the critiques, she was like, "Yeah, I've done a fantastic job. Thanks. Yeah, thank you." It's like, of course, of course, she has. Um, I would like to say that I think as sewing challenges go, this was a really good sewing challenge. Absolutely. It was really, really hard. I, I felt like we were picky when we were picking bottoms. And there was... Uh, I mean, m- yeah, we, we we need to be, okay? You've got to be picky when picking bottoms. <laughs> exactly. Because <laughs> um, most, if not all, of the girls actually look pretty fab this evening. We've seen some much, much worse sewing challenges. And I think this is actually kind of up there in terms of consistency. Let's give it up as well for Sasha Colby, um, who was also in the top and uh, Malaysia come through. Malaysia and um, Robin got praise, actually. It was weird because there were a top four and a bottom three. The bottom three was Amethyst, Selena, and Jax. I don't know don't what Jax was. Jack's yeah, I don't understand why Jax was there if I at may, all. If I may, I think Spice was protected a little bit this week. I mean, that's just going to be the theme for 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 for, for um, however long. Spice could have been. I mean, to be honest, like I saw, I saw so much work go into Selena's. I, I was kind of I felt bad for Selena being in the bottom, even though there are elements that weren't cohesive and maybe a bit overdone. But she'd put so much work into that garment. How are you going to make Jack stand next to? Spice and say that yeah. Jax is in the bottom. Jax made. I mean, they were really picky, like fit of the jacket, could have had some shoulder pads and stuff. Like, and who's this girl? Say, so, I thought the character was quite clear. You know, even though I did say like I would have preferred it more Heather's SK, but she was saying like I'm going for a punky tomboy twist on it. Great. Yeah, like Matthews, are you stupid? I mean, he was like, can you explain this look to me? It's quite self-explanatory. Yeah, I mean, she came out with a croquet mallet. What more do you want? <laughs> I mean. <laughs> God. Not very fair to Jax, but anyway, our bottom two 
are Selena and Amethyst. And they're uh, lip syncing to Queen. And by the way, Janelle Monet here is a judge. Oh, I just, you know what? Let's just talk about Janelle Monet very quickly. She is a very rare breed of mm-hmm. performer where mm-hmm. she can actually sing. Yeah. Dance, dance and act. She is an and actual triple threat. Right. Her stuff as well. You know, she's the, an incredibly talented person. I I bloody and I remember when I used to um dance to her um Hello It's a tightrope and the tightrope. Oh. I thought you were gonna do dance apocalyptic. That would have been a good one to do. Uh, I just I just love her music and I just love her. Yeah. Um, she was a she, great judge this week, and so they got cool. to lip sync to her. Such a cool person, and yeah, she gave like nice constructive feedback, mm. didn't she? Yeah, the lip sync was um, the lip sync was good. It was a nice. I I enjoyed their performances from both of them. Um, I do think that uh, my eyes gravitated more towards the um, entertainment provided by Selena. Selena yeah, she I gave mean, a lot. Selena, <laughs> Selena like gives and gives. She's yeah. a queen, like, and I love her for it. She gives extra every single time she really really gives it her all in everything which is such a good thing yeah it's a really good thing you have to be that expressive and passionate Mm. about what you're doing she is in the right place yeah she's doing the right thing she's got so much that she wants to give Mm -hmm. and you can see when she performs I just want to say that I was really happy when we saw two queens do the splits. Yeah. Um, and they were proper splits. They were good splits. They, good you know, splits. when I see, a, when I see, a, if you can't do the splits, girl stretch, <laughs> you you are not going to miraculously learn to stretch <laughs> your muscles comfortably <laughs> on, on a, on a TV show. Like, just, you know, you know, pressure makes you do a lot of things, but it's not going to make you do the splits. You will hurt yourself. Oh, God. You will hurt yourself. So them two doing the splits and they were proper splits. It was just so visually, I'm like, oh, that's so nice because it's very rare that it happens. We get so many sloppy splits. Sloppy splits oh on the stage, just so sloppy. sloppy. I don't really like that sound on my ears. Uh but yeah, my winner goes to um, Selena. But I also yeah. want to say the amethyst. You know, she. I mean, she was back, 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 back in the bottom. Um, but like, she had a great week. She last held week. her own. She had a great week in snatch game last week. So it's it's yeah, it's sad to see her back in the bottom. And she did a fab performance. But I do think Selena outshone her. She she did, and also not just that. This is her third time in the bottom for Amethyst. Yeah. And what do we say about that? If it's your third time in the bottom, if you have not cured COVID, yeah. learn how to fly, yeah. breathing fire, mm-hmm. breathing ice, all reading minds, you yeah. know, all that floating, levitating, making a dress defying gravity. There it is. Yeah. If you're not doing all of that in that Pokemon one lip sync. Master. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If you're not catching Pokemon on stage, yeah. you're not doing if anything. You're not the Pokemon yeah. champion. If you're not dele- uh, deleted, defeated the Elite Four. Then you're not going to survive the lip sync. No, I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. So, um, yeah, it's, let's have a see. But I, I can, I, I think I know it's definitely Selena. Yeah. So we're saying goodbye to Amethyst. We are um, lovely queen. Very, very funny. Again, feels really sad to see her go home after such a high last week. But at least, at least we got to see what she does as a queen. Like in terms of that, I think. When I think of her, I'll think of the snatch game. Like this really kooky, offbeat sense of humor, funny girl. Um, so yeah, bye Amethyst and thanks for everything. Yes. I know you're listening. I know you're listening. Well, she was actually commenting on the Instagram the other day. Some troll left some mean comment on um, 
on the post I put up of her, Aww. which I eventually, when I got wind of it, I blocked and deleted the, the comment. But not before Amethyst had had a little argument. But you go, girl. You, you stick go. up for yourself, darling. <laughs> yeah, we love you. Yeah. Um, and, but also congrats to Selena. Uh, my my mm. biggest fear for Selena is that um, I think at any opportunity to put her in the bottom, they are putting her in the bottom. And Sorry, I've cut you off. You go on, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, that was rude. Wow. Wow. Um, check your privilege. Wow privilege. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No wow presents. It's wow privilege <laughs> because it's expensive. It really is. And only the privilege gets to watch the show. Um, What was I saying before you cut me off, Tom? Um, you, They've put her in the bottom at every opportunity. Yeah. I think it's something that you said as well. Um, It was the acting kind of like gay mm-hmm. heaven episode where she should have been in the top. Yeah. And they didn't really give her pay her her dues really yeah. by by acknowledging her performance mm-hmm. and putting her on the top so it yeah. kind of let, made us think that she's not supposed to do that well yeah she's a fabulous queen yeah but production doesn't seem to be they're not featuring right her. her similar to jacks actually jacks is getting that vibe now Oh, well, yeah, Jack should not have been in the bottom. No. No. Okay. Well, anyway, that's it. That's us. Again, we're waking up bright and early. We have to read Bright and early to make sure that you guys have something to listen to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's just the kind of people. How, how the hell are our podcasts longer than the show? Because <laughs> there's so much to talk about. <laughs> how, how we're, we're, we're very loquacious, as you say. We, we talk. We are jokes, 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 jokes. We like jokes. to conversate. Yeah, just just say talk. <laughs> just say talk. Anyway, um, that's us for this week. Make sure to join us next week where we do the same thing all yeah. over again. Girl groups next week. Oh, I'm excited. Be two about groups that. of six, which is mm, quite a lot for a girl group challenge. But there we go. We'll see. Might be actually maybe it'll be three, three groups, groups of, four. of four. Okay, that'll be better. That'll be better. Um, yeah, see. Um, so join us next week. This is oh wait, sorry. Follow us on our social medias. Um, write us a review. Um, get in touch. Uh, that's it. Mm. So we'll see you guys next week. This is Bolo. And Dr. Tom. See you guys very soon. Lots of love, guys. See you soon. 